to another episode of Behind the Lyrics and Things. This is about my new record, uh, Storm Capital of the USA, which should be out by the time that you hear this. Uh, although, having said that, <laughs> uh, I, I am aware of an issue. Uh, oh wait, never mind, it's fixed. <laughs> Uh, there was an issue with uh, iTunes and Apple Music where only one of the tracks would show up, uh, but that has now been fixed. Um, okay, fabulous. Uh, shout out to um, Amuse who uh, helped with distribution for my music, who helped me to fix that issue. Thank you guys so much. Um, anyways, so it's out. It's it's there. It's it's alive it's alive oh my god um anyways so i'm gonna be taking you through uh the album and talking about it and my thoughts and my feelings and my my inspirations and how i how i made this record and all those things so yeah let's go Song um, 
is the, the kind of dreamy quality that it has, you know, in terms of, you know, sound. Um, because I, um, I had a lot of, a lot of dreams about the person I wrote about, so I kind of wanted to, you know, make things sound a little kind of, um, like otherworldly, you know, kind of some faraway reality that you can only access when you're asleep, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, at the beginning, there's, you know, there's the birds and stuff and and these kind of soft strings of the piano and for a second you can hear it it's not it's not very prominent uh but there's a little train going past and that was because um i wrote this poem ages ago i've always found it to be you know it, it's fine it, it's nothing special but i wrote it about him and he would bring it up a lot and I was like, okay. Sorry, there's some kind of police kerfuffle going on outside my window. I don't know. I, leave me fuck alone, bitch. Anyway, um, <laughs> and and I the reason that the poem mentioned like trains going past and that was because he lived right by a train station, so you could hear the trains and stuff. Um, and so he would. <laughs> he he mentioned quite a few times he really liked poems so I was like okay so then when I was kind of you know putting together you know uh, the, the song I, I wanted to just kind of like put that in as a little like reference you know um, I really like the kind of the, the sort of almost collective like choral sounding you know vocals at the end you know just kind of because um, I wanted to kind of, um, I guess, like, create an audio representation of how it feels when you realise that you're in love with somebody, you know? Um, just kind of, like, this overwhelming, like, well, not overwhelming, but, like... <laughs> you know kind of constant stream of thoughts and like oh my god I love them oh no I love them oh yay I love you know what I mean very that um so that was kind of what I was trying to uh make happen in the in the ending um and it kind of builds throughout the song and so that that was it was actually really fun to do when I was recording because I was like, okay, so I've got like my main vocal line, that's great. And then I'm recording with these other little ad-libs, you know, just all over the place, just doing whatever I felt like. And <laughs> and then when I was like, okay, I think that's enough. And I, and I went and I, I sort of played it through, played around with it, you know, it's like, am I going to put this here and I'm going to put this here. And I was like, I feel like we could do some more. So then I go and I record more stuff and just chuck it on top and it was... <laughs> It was a lot of fun to to make the song. Um, uh, you know, and <laughs> uh, it was really funny because um, I actually, um, I, 
I, I sent it to him on Valentine's Day. You may remember me going on about sending a present for Valentine's Day. Well, this was part of that. And so there's like this USB stick, right? And it had a playlist on. Um, like, like a mixtape, but like on a USB stick. And <laughs> so I put that song right at the very end. Um, and I was like really nervous for like weeks because I sent it so early and it's Valentine's Day, it's coming I'm like, I wish I could break into his home and take it back because I feel like this is not going to go the way that I want it to and I'm really scared I mean, it was fine in the end like, (laughs) it's, it's not like he listened to it and was like restraining order like uh, you know it was fine um so (laughs) i probably wouldn't do that again just because the the anxiety while waiting to see the reaction was fucking horrible if i'm gonna send someone a song i'm just gonna do it like in a way that i can get their reaction directly like i would just go to them and I will play it to their face rather than sending it through the fucking royal mail and then being like overwhelmed with just angst for weeks on end because (laughs) because I don't know how they're gonna feel um but it was it was nice actually because (laughs) you know to to have all that you know overwhelming anxiety and then he just comes back and he says no I love them and I'm like oh great fabulous (laughs) well I feel less stressed out that's amazing um it is a, a similar situation to uh some of my uh older stuff that I wrote about other people in in the sense that because it didn't work out right you know I I feel good about the song like I still completely love it um for like a day or two when things kind of fell apart and it was done I was like oh no <laughs> like literally my first thought was but I have a record coming out and the, the first the first two songs are about this person and it's all gone to shit is it too late to get them back <laughs> the answer was yes um but I just I separated how I felt and I fell in love with the songs again just based on the fact that I think they're good (laughs) I I mean I have I have tried other ways like on some of my older stuff like there are some songs that I wrote about some people that I now kind of relate to other people or other situations which isn't really a great way to do it, but there we are. But with, with these, it was like, 
I don't need to do that because you know what I felt how I felt at the time and I enjoyed feeling that way and I'm I'm fine and I love these songs just based on who they are and that makes me sound crazy and I'm well aware of that um but I do I, I kind of I see the things that I create like the, to me anyway like I see them as like not like people but like they do kind of you know they have personalities and shit. I don't know how to articulate this in a way that's going to make sense to everybody else but I know what I mean and <laughs> you know so I, I still I still really love them so it's okay um and I really fucking love this song, which is why I remixed it not once but twice. Um, or secondly, technically, the second one doesn't really count, but we'll get into that later. Also, just popping in to say in regards to this song. Um, Apparently, Sunday Sun is my grandparents' favourite, for some reason, I don't know, um, I, I, I feel very happy about that, <laughs> my grandparents actually have really good taste, so, there we are, I feel very good about that, thank you, abuelas, thank you very much. So at first I was like, you know what, I'm not going to overthink this, but then of course I overthought it because that's what I do, that's what I live for, and I'm talking to all my psychics and to Brian of course, I'm just trying to find answers, you
Brian's back. Wow. I never knew that he was gone. Boom. Um, <laughs> I finally mentioned Brian in a song. Um, I should explain who Brian is because I am very aware that sometimes people don't listen to every episode or they might be new to listening, in which case, hey. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Brian is... Um, Brian is my spirit guide. Brian is not his actual name, but I call him Brian because um, in my mind, he looks and sounds like Brian Cox, the actor. He was in like loads of things. Um, Autopsy of Jane Doe, Trick or Treat, The Ring. Those are my three favorite things he's been in. So those are like off the top of my head. But if you google him you'll know who i'm talking about um (laughs) listen listen i don't know why okay let me just tell you this okay i did this thing right there's um i don't know what the word for it is i think it's a guided meditation right and it helps you to meet your spirit guide for the first time so years and years and years ago although I have no concept of time, so God knows when. I did that, right? (laughs) So, I'm laying on the bed, I'm playing this thing, got my eyes closed, I'm going, I'm going to this place, there's a garden, I look up, boom, there he is. There he is. Now, (sighs) he told me a lot of things. Told me, real name all that shenanigans why we have this connection all that but my big takeaway was oh my god it's samara morgan's dad and (laughs) which makes sense to me right and let me tell you why number one i have always felt this connection to the water but I cannot swim, so in a way I'm afraid of it. Now, Samara's reasons for being afraid of the water were vastly different, but I feel like we are also the same. Um, (laughs) Number two, I would not survive being dropped down a well. I'd probably still live for seven days out of spite, but I'd be real pissed when I got out, so I would also probably try and kill people. I I just, I I relate to her, you know what I mean? Anyways, so I look up and it's like, oh my God, well, look who it is. And it was so weird. It was so random. I don't know why I saw him, but I did. And so that, I guess, was the the form that he took in my mind or whatever. I, I don't know. And so I have always referred to him as Brian and... (laughs) Yeah, so, um, so he finally got a mention in a song. Hooray. But he's not getting fucking royalties. I hope he knows that. Um, anyway. (laughs) Oh my god, I've gone on for almost four minutes about this. Um, so. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, so that, that was actually the first song that I wrote. Um... 
about Leo. I am so sure I've talked about this song before on a previous episode, but I don't know. Never mind. Um, yeah, so it was... Uh, lyrically, a lot of it was based on a poem that I wrote um, when I was on the way back from seeing him and I was all emotional and shit and oh my god you're so great and all this you know it's very that um and then I ended up adapting that poem into this song and and kind of you know obviously going a bit um a bit sort of deeper with the lyrics and you know obviously (laughs) the the original poem's quite short I, I think it was only five or six lines but obviously this song has a bit more to it um I I've really I've really been into spoken intros and, and outros for a while. I'm trying to think the first time I think the first time I did it was maybe Byro, which was forever ago. That was uh <laughs> Christ, when was that? Actually, when when did that come out? Oh no, I can't do that with the, oh fuck. Right, what am I doing? Hang on. Right, I am now going to try and find out some things. <laughs> I can't even spell my own fucking name. This is going well. Yep, that's the one I'm looking for. That one. Her. Oh, fuck off, really? <sighs> Sorry, I... <laughs> Waiting for Happiness is apparently still my top song on Apple Music. and I'm really mad about it. Can you guys stream something else? For the love of fucking God. (laughs) That does not feel like it was 2019. Apparently, I released Subliminals in 2019, which is the record that Byro is from, but it really feels like it was before that. Again, like I said, absolutely no concept of time. Zero concept of time. Oh my god. Anyway. Ah, <laughs> oh, Well that's interesting. Sorry, I'm now just like captivated by my top songs on on the Apple music. <laughs> no, not this. Anyway, um Why the fuck was I Oh, yeah, spoken outros. Yeah, so this one has a spoken intro and a spoken outro. Uh, The last time I did that was voicemails, which... If that says it's 2019, it's like, oh, really? I did a lot in 2019, Jesus. I don't recall any of this. Um... But I, I like it. I think it's... I think it sounds kind of, like, intimate. You know, like I'm just sort of sat, you know, in your house. And we're having a coffee. And we're just having a chat about my hectic life, you know. Or, <laughs> or you know, more timely for the current situation. We're on Zoom or something. No, actually. I hate Zoom. It gives me, like... I, I just... Oh not a fan um skype 
there we go skype does not have negative connotations with me so we can do that okay um but yeah just like we're having a chat you know what i mean and i i I quite like it i think it's a fun way to start and end things uh this song was actually supposed to be like the beginning track of of the whole record but then i wrote sunday sun and i thought that worked better so i changed it around um (laughs) (laughs) perhaps i should have left it but i don't know maybe one one day many many years later i will just reissue it and switch them around just to see how it is um no that would be stupid and ridiculous (laughs) also i find reissues to be scams uh so i would probably not do that if i could avoid it um (laughs) oh man um i i like the the um Oh, I can't think of the word in English. What the fuck? Um, instrumental. There we go. Jesus, what the hell is wrong with me? Um, but yeah, I like that because it kind of reminds me. This is like weirdly specific memory that has nothing to do with the song at all. It reminds me of this um, event I went to a couple of years ago. I still don't understand why I was invited to this because I am the least fashionable person I've ever met and (laughs) so it was this um launch party for some kind of fashion award thing uh I think if you you looked hard enough on my website there's a blog post about it that I did um so I was invited to this event I still don't understand why because I mean I wear the same seven outfits on a rotation every week um (laughs) and (laughs) it's true it's true uh but i I was invited anyway i I didn't really understand a lot of what was going on and i was kind of confused and and the drinks were expensive but there was a lot of really great music being played and it was this really nice kind of atmosphere you know the lights were low there were candles and paintings and soft piano and things and it was it was very nice and for some reason this song reminds me of that and i (laughs) which is nice you know um (laughs) sometimes I still get like well not now currently because of the pandemic but you know I would still get you know invites to things like that and I'd be like me (laughs) why (laughs) could you not think of anyone like more you know related to this to, to okay i mean i'll show up but why <laughs> um but yeah if you if you're having some kind of event and you can promise me that there'll be soft pianos and candles i will be there
I have just realised I talked about this song too, actually, on the on the last one of this, I, these I did because I basically just talked about like a bunch of singles I put out, and this was one of them. Um, so I <laughs> I wrote and released this ages ago. Um, the the version on this new uh, record is re-recorded, so I redid everything i think from the original because the one that the, the version that was released as a single um i re-recorded it entirely um although i am pretty sure that when i talked about it on the podcast i played the re-recorded version which is going to make this really confusing um <laughs> but if you if you bought or stream the original single then you'll know what I mean but anyway so I re-recorded it um and when I talked about this last I was like yeah I sort of I left the situation alone which I did at the time uh <laughs> um sort of a month-ish ago maybe more I don't remember I have no concept of time but anyway this person contacted me and they were like hey I'm vaccinated and I was like (laughs) okay I'm starting to wonder if I'm vaccinated is the new you up you know what I mean it's very that but I was I just to to take my own advice I left him on red because at the time I was all being a faithful girlfriend and stuff um but now I am not a girlfriend and so I'm like thinking to myself you vaccinated huh but then I'm like no 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 girl We've literally gone over this a bazillion times. Why? Why? Do you know what? I feel like a lot of the themes of this record is just... Why, sis? Why you gotta be like this? Why you gotta do that? Why are you so stupid for? (laughs) I think... When it comes to this person, I just... I have this never-ending hope that things will be different because there are there are some people, right, where I'm like, no, I have learned my lesson. I am not going there. I do not trust you. I don't know what you near me. Goodbye. But then there are some people where I'm like, you know, getting back together never works for anyone else, but it could for us. And that's stupid. That. There is actually another song on this about another person where this this entire scenario played out and I just I think I just I find myself so captivated by him because he is such an unusual person. 
And he's not even an Aquarius. So I'm like, where is this coming from? What is the source of this? I, he just fascinates me. And I have a weakness for that. But I'm going to, I'm going to try. There's a part of me that's like, listen, sis, here's what we're going to do. We're going to focus on our career. We've got this film that we're working on we've got music videos coming out we've got this new record we've got you know the radio show is coming back soon we've got all sorts that we need to be doing do you know what we don't need to be doing (laughs) thinking about stupid fucking dudes okay (laughs) but then i'll be like just have like tiny bit of dude so I have something to write about and then my brain's like no 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 if we're gonna do that at least go with a woman because they're less trouble for the love of fucking god okay can we just (laughs) I don't know it's true though women are generally less trouble to be fair but they're just harder to find I mean lesbians bisexual women hello i'm available what's up
I didn't realise how short that song was until, like, I just played it right now and I looked at the running time and I was like, whoa, what? Because <laughs> uh, normally I, I don't worry about run times. I know that there are currently, there's a lot of pressure on artists to have short songs because it gets you more streams. Um but I don't, I, 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 you know, that's the great thing about being, you know, a small artist on a small label. You don't have to worry about that. You can just do what you want. Um, and so I, I tend to have songs of all kinds of lengths. Um, there's quite a lot of long ones on, on this, uh, record. Um, but this one's so fucking short, but sometimes when I listen to it, it feels like it's really long, but then, but then I look and I'm like, no, it's only been like just over two minutes. No, no, no. Um, so this song is really just about escapism, you know, wanting to get away from your life, wanting to get away from who you are and the mistakes you've made, but realizing that that's not possible because you can run, but who you are is going to follow you because when you get there, you're still going to be the same fucking person. And it's like, oh shit. <laughs> okay um i've always kind of fantasized about just like faking my death and running away somewhere where nobody knows me like you know i'll just go to la i'll just go to paris you know i'll just you know go to mexico i i had a dream about that recently where my grandparents um they, they said they had a surprise for me and I go over there and they had got me a one-way ticket to Mexico and I was like thanks but like why and they went you just have to go you have to go and I was like what the fuck <laughs> guys this is mean it's only okay for me to do this if it's my idea you can't just like throw me out of the country and throw me out of the family what the fuck also my passport has not been renewed so how the fuck am I gonna get there it was a whole thing um <laughs> anyway but yeah I've always kind of been obsessed with the idea of just like running away and just just disappearing and so I guess this song was kind of me thinking about that out loud and then coming to the realization that it, it's it's not realistic because eventually someone is going to figure out you know you you can make a fake name you can run away you can buy counterfeit documents you can live under the radar but eventually someone will find you and the life that you left behind will find you and you have to figure out a way to to make it through the things you're trying to avoid to survive them you know and so yeah that was that was kind of where I was, was going with that um I just can't believe it's so short that's crazy
that was actually a really um a really old song that I I I started writing a while ago and then I just sort of forgot about it and started writing something else which is quite common for me like I'll start something and I'll be like oh, I'll finish it later and then I don't um I still have quite a few <laughs> uh songs like that so maybe one day I'll finish them um but I, I wrote it about that kind of situation where you try you really really try to to be good to somebody you know you're loyal you're caring you're loving whatever everything that everybody fucking says they want you know but it 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 doesn't work because this person they want you around because they want someone to care for them and and be there and and love them and shit but they are never really willing to reciprocate that like they'll play along and they'll say that you know I love you too and and all this but like they they're not capable of appreciating that love you know and uh (laughs) it's it's just about kind of coming to that realization I am giving more to this relationship than I am ever going to get back and I need to look after myself because this person probably doesn't actually care that they're hurting me they probably don't care that you know I'm fucking (laughs) crying myself to sleep like a dumb bitch they don't care that you know I'm sitting here defending them to my friends who are all saying, this person's a twat. You deserve better than this. You need to move on. And I'm sitting here fucking defending them like fucking Stan Twitter, you know. They don't care that, you know, (laughs) that I could have, I could have done what they do all the time a bazillion times. I could have just like, you know answered one of those message requests on like instagram or twitter or whatever i could have fucking you know responded when someone reaches out and says hey do you want to go out you know i could have done that but i didn't but they don't care not really and so you have to say to yourself look sis (laughs) this was never gonna work because you're in love with a a narcissist who loves the attention you give them but they're not capable of loving anyone but themselves and you have to accept that and you have to try and find a way to separate yourself from how you feel about them and recognize that you should be giving some of that love to yourself too. You have to recognize that you are worth more than this and you are worthy of someone that's gonna treat you well and someone that's going to care if they make you cry, someone that's going to care if you're constantly having to defend them to your friends because your friends fucking hate them. Like they're gonna care about that and they're gonna wanna change that. You know what I mean? So it was really just kind of (laughs) like, I love you, but this is fucked up. 
<laughs> and I have to love myself too. And I have to try and find a way to accept that this is not going to be the happy ending that I thought it was. Because you're not capable of that. And I have to find someone that is. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, I kind of wanted it to sound kind of um, sad girl in a in a bar in like Florida. It is very late at night. There's just a few people there. She's had a bit to drink, but she still got it together. And she is, she's just like, I'm going to sing my little song about this person that really fucks me up. And then I'm going to go get drunk some more. And then I'll probably call them. (laughs) And then they will send me to voicemail. And then the next morning they'll call me and they'll be like, hey, you. Let me tell you something, actually. This is completely unrelated, but I just have to speak my truth, as the kids say. I fucking hate when people say that, when they're like, hey, you. I'm like, bitch, I have a name. I also have a selection of nicknames you can pick from. But I have a name. Fucking use it. Don't call me you. It just, I hate it. Literally, everyone I've gone out with, apart from, like, two people, has done that shit. And I fucking hate it. And I never call them out on it, even though I don't like it. And I should. I. Why am I yelling? Um, <laughs> 2021 is going to be the year I stand up for myself. And I say, you know what? If I don't like something, I'm going to fucking say it. I am done with people starting messages and phone calls to me with, hey, you. Bitch, use my name. You are not Joe from you on Netflix, okay, fucking address me correctly, bitch, that's happening, I, (laughs) oh god, I would never say any of this to a person, uh, I might just, the next time it happens, I might just link them to this, this podcast with a a little timestamp and be like, just listen to this, okay, and then we'll never talk about it again, but like, you will learn your lesson, okay, anyways, um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I wanted it to sound kind of like isolated and lonely and like she's just having her little moment and, you know, letting people know how she feels. But there's just like a couple of drunk guys and they're like, yeah, this is pretty, but I don't really know what's happening. I'll take another beer. Very that.
I really thought I was being clever with the whole, at the beginning, where the lyric is far away and then the voice sounds far away. God, I thought I was fucking the Albert Einstein of music production with that. I <laughs> That sounds about my mum. <laughs> I I um I've written a couple of things about my my mum, many poems, but I I had never written a song about her before. So, there you go, mum. Congrats. Well done. I I don't think my mum I don't think she has like Spotify or anything. But, when she listens to music, she just, like, makes playlists on YouTube <laughs> when she listens to music. So I'm, I'm going to have to send her the link on, on YouTube Music and then she can put it in her playlist and uh, play it. And then I, I still get my my tiny, teeny amount of royalties that you get from music streaming. Uh, but yeah, so I, I wrote that about my mum and about how... Um when life is difficult and it's confusing and it's kind of terrifying and things uh, you you know you you have someone that's there for you and um and helps you through it and so i have had a lot of times in my life uh, as you'll probably know if you're a regular listener, where I I really felt, um, you know, trapped, um, and I felt I felt like I couldn't do anything to move forward in life, and I was scared, and you know. My, my constant energy is kind of mum can you come pick me up I'm scared so <laughs> you know just kind of encapsulating that and, and, and the the way that she makes me feel braver you know what I mean it's very not um I had this kind of guitar sample that I really liked and so I, I looped it and I, I, I distorted it a little because I wanted it to sound kind of spacey and kind of um, uh, a bit kind of out there kind of sounds. And then I, I, um, I composed some really, really cute little synth parts. Um, I really had a lot of fun with um, with vocal layering, especially at the end. Um, you know, and and the song kind of goes on on this journey. You know, at the beginning, it's kind of like I'm a mess, but you you make me feel like I could be more than that, and that's great. Thanks. Um, and then as it goes on, you know, kind of growing more confident because somebody is there for you and somebody believes in you, and um, you know, sort of at the end, it's like. I can, I can do this, I can, I can go through life, and I'm gonna be okay, and it's because of you, and again, thanks, you know, (laughs) um, I actually, um, I sent her a demo of it a while ago, 
but the final version is so much better so naturally I'm gonna send it to her and be like listen and praise me (laughs) come on you remember when we shared a uterus that time we lived together for like nine months I was literally in your body that was fun praise me come on Uh, don't be mean tell me how great I am (laughs) um but yeah so hi mum love you yeah
Sunday sun when I was putting this record together. And I, I mean, I still do, but... Um, so I wanted to do a remix. Because I, I had wanted to do a remix album for a very, very long time. I had done... Um, I had I had a couple of remixes I had just never um, put out yet. So... <laughs> They were just kind of like hanging around on my iCloud, like, hey girl, release us or some shit. Like, do something. Do something, girl. Give us something. And I was like, all right, all right. So then I thought, I could do a remix on this record. Right. And then that could go on the remix album and it'll all be fabulous. Um,. What I wanted to do and what I had done for most of the other remixes I'd done, uh, they were they were quite different to the original tracks. They were not sorry, I'm just fucking around my phone, you can probably hear that, I'm sorry. Uh <laughs> like telling myself off, like girl, stop. Anyways, they they were quite different to the original songs because when I think of remixes, I think I feel like I've talked about this before, but I I think of um remixes kind of how they were before like you know in the 90s and the 2000s you know um or the early 2000s kind of remixes were um they were very different to the original track so it was like um you were hearing the track from a completely different perspective you know and it was it was amazing because you could you know, you could just dive into a whole new track that felt kind of familiar because it retained obviously some elements from the the original song. Um, but it was it was a whole new way of looking at it, and it was really fun and really cool. Obviously, now remixes don't really work like that very often. Um, typically, if someone releases a remix now, um, it will be like mo- most of the time remixes these days are the original song just with like a a guest verse or you know something like that um it won't be drastically changed because the charting rules changed which meant that for a remix to count towards you know plays and streams and downloads for the original song it has to retain quite a lot of elements now whereas it didn't before so um but i i you know i wanted to i wanted to do the kind of older style of remix so um i really kind of set about you know looking at how i could make this kind of refreshed new version of this song um so I added some extra lyrics I went a completely different way you know in terms of the sound it was kind of more like I used I used a lot more um synths obviously there's some there's a little bit of saxophone in there it's very Lisa Simpson um <laughs> um we love her. We love a brainy queen. Yes. Um, I wanted it to sound kind of a bit like chaotic. 
because I feel like that's that's how it feels to be in love with somebody it is crazy you're not really in complete control of your emotions and yourself you're like I exist now at the whims of this person because I love them oh my god that's that's incredibly just crazy insane I I tried to say insane and crazy at the same time it came I was like in crane um so I wanted to kind of have a little bit of chaos like organized chaos you know what I mean (laughs) uh I re-recorded all of the vocals so none of the vocals from the original track are on there which that was quite a common thing to do but again it doesn't really happen all that much now like maybe someone will record like a couple little ad-libs or something but once they stick a a guest verse in like that's that's all, all that happens they use the original vocals but um like I know I reference her all the time when I talk about things but like this is I mean you know um but Mariah Carey on a lot of her remixes she just re-records everything she doesn't use any of the original vocals so I I wanted to kind of do it like that because it it allows you to immerse entirely in the fantasy of the remix you know what I mean um I had a I had a lot of fun making it it was really fun um I do <laughs> there is like a, a sort of slight alternate version of this remix which I'm gonna play a little bit later because I I put that on as a bonus track as well um but yeah it was it was really fun to do this and I had a, I had a lot of fun and I had a good time
That is like um, Island Blue's cool older sister who, she's a bit, she's a bit dangerous, she, she knows who she is and she's like, listen, listen, I am done, I'm out of here, I'm going to Tar. Goodbye. You had it, but you couldn't keep it. Au revoir, bitch. It's very that. Um, <laughs> the the second verse was originally completely different. Um, and then I was listening to it, and I didn't like it anymore, and so I stopped in the middle of town. Um, I was, <laughs> I was outside this shopping center, but this was still during lockdown, so it was closed. And so I'm just stood there. There's nobody around. It's kind of dark, but not really. It was a bit spooky. And I said, I'm going to rewrite this verse. So I'm sat there. I'm sort of quietly singing to myself to see how things work. <laughs> not too loud, because I don't want to draw attention to myself, even though there's nobody there. Um... I came up with it and I just wrote it down and I was like, okay, I'm going to sing it real quietly on the track so I remember how it's supposed to go so I can record it properly later and then we'll see and I, I got home and I redid it you know, properly and, and I was like, yeah, okay yeah, yeah, she's that girl okay, okay um, and I sort of used a bit of it in, in, the, in the bridge as well a bit of the same lyrics um I think it was, you know, it was just very defiant, you know. I am going to define who I am. I am going to define what I deserve. I, I am my own person, you know. I, I do not belong to anybody. I will maybe let you 
be included in my life if I think you deserve it and you behave yourself but I'm still mine which is interesting because obviously all the way through uh the second track you leave me in flames is this kind of theme of wanting to belong to somebody and then by the time you get to here it's like nah nah I I don't think so I think I'm just gonna be my own girl and maybe occasionally I will I will let you take a peek but I'm still mine which is (laughs) it's it's interesting because I, I actually wrote um this song first um and it, I guess it's just weird how it turns out, you know. Mm. Nice. Oh 
that really sounds like it should be on honeymooning but it is not because I wrote it and I released it a long time after that came out I just I like the sound so I thought okay and also the it's a it's kind of about the person that I wrote honeymooning about so it kind of makes sense that it sounds the same I guess um so when we first met right he was like I I used to be very insecure and very jealous and it kind of ruined a lot of things for me but I've been working on it he says now I don't find that to be true (laughs) based on uh things that happened (laughs) in our relationship um you know like he he would get upset because like I talked to like a man that was my friend but if I asked him if he was upset he'd be like no no I'm not I'm fine and I'd be like but you clearly are upset so like why even lie um and he had this like like a conspiracy I guess like he was convinced that like every man that interacted with me was doing so with bad intentions and was doing so in the hopes of like me and them having sex which I don't really believe to be true when I think about it like I don't feel that I am like this stunning like true beauty that everybody wants to have sex with that doesn't seem realistic to me I think that there are probably some men that I'm friends with that just like being my friend um especially as quite a lot of them are gay men (laughs) so I I wouldn't be their type um but he was he was very um He said he'd worked on it and he'd overcome his issues with jealousy, but I really don't feel that he had. Um, But... I mean... I don't know. In a way, it was kind of like... At the time... Even though... It bothered me that he was upset. Um, It was when he would get like that, that he would be really kind of, um, like, affectionate and loving. And so I was like, okay, maybe this is fine. Obviously, looking back, no it is not but um <laughs> i'm i'm writing from the perspective of how i felt in that moment you know and and i was in love with him and i wanted him to show me that he cared about me and the only time he really did that in a major way was when he felt threatened by somebody else so (laughs) is it a surprise it didn't work out 
know. Also interesting, um, that he was so paranoid about, like, me having friends that were men when, uh, well, I just feel like there was a lot of projection going on and a lot of judging me by perhaps his own behaviour. But nevertheless, uh, so I had a lot of fun with with the backing vocals. I really, I really liked recording them. Just kind of like kind of call and answer kind of situation. Kind of a little bit of a you know kind of sixties girl band kind of feel. Um. But yeah, I, I I really enjoyed putting it together. Um, you know, I had this kind of really cool drum beat. You know, it's very kind of girls getting together to talk about things. I don't know, it just kind of gave me that image. And the kind of, you know, guitar kind of peeking in every now and again. Like, hey, hey, hey. It was very that. Um yeah I have fun with her so I have talked about um swipe forever and destino to death I feel because I've talked about them before on this podcast and they have been out for quite a while now um, I wanted to explain the reason why they're included in the deluxe edition because I have, I've had questions about this. I've I've read you know comments and and posts that people have made asking why this is the case. Um, so I want I wanted to explain that a little bit further for everybody. So. Um, Basically, um, originally Swipe Forever was a standalone single and it wasn't a part of any particular project. Um, I decided to include it in the deluxe edition just so that it had somewhere to go, really. Uh, there is some people that I've... That I've oh, there are, I should have said. There are some people that I've seen who said that it having high streaming numbers is the reason for that I have to be honest with you no um (laughs) because um with the deluxe edition only being available on Bandcamp it's not available on Spotify or iTunes or anything like that so the play count that it has on Spotify or whatever is not going to increase um any of the numbers for the deluxe edition because it's it's on a different platform entirely so it wouldn't count um so uh that that's not the reason it's literally just because i wanted to put it somewhere in my discography so it had a home and that was the most natural place um 
Desi knows kind of the same thing, although I did always intend for it to be on the deluxe edition as a bonus track and I released it before it was supposed to be released because originally I was going to be releasing it in the summer of this year but I basically got overexcited and I released it early so sorry (laughs) um because I what I wanted to do I wanted to release um a Spanish language album but then I got distracted by other projects and I was like I'm not going to finish this album by the summer so I may as well just put it out now and it can go on this album instead and then I will do a completely fresh album of of Spanish language songs at a later time when I when I can focus more on it and so that that was the reason um But yeah, so I just wanted to answer some questions I had seen about why these two songs are on the deluxe edition. Uh, (laughs) Sorry if you're sick of them because you've heard them like tons of times because they were released quite a while ago, but um, you can skip them, it's fine. Is this a bad idea, or do I just have bad luck? I've been looking everywhere, but no love story stuck. Maybe it could be forever, or just another anecdote. Just me, a nice man. 
just a nice guy to take home to mom or a woman. It really doesn't fucking matter at this point because I, honestly, truly, I, you know what? You better be the one because I'm fucking sick of looking. Let me just say that. I've had enough. I've snapped. It's done. I wrote that about um, modern dating and its many horrors, um, particularly for a woman and particularly for bisexual people because I've talked about this before, I've written stuff about it before. <sighs> the second you say that you're bisexual, everyone's like, so threesome and I'm like what kind of fuckery is this I get out of my face get out of my fucking face get out of my dms get out of my life what the fuck um (laughs) so that was that was the first issue um but I also I got a lot of um you know kind of I just found it very overwhelming because, you know, you set up your profile and you put in specifically what you're looking for. At least I do anyways, because I am not interested in having my fucking time wasted. That's for sure. So I was very specific. I said, okay, here's my deal. I am looking for long term. I am looking for serious. I am looking for someone that I can fall in love with and be happy with and whatever. I am not looking for hookups. I am not looking for casual. I'm not looking for a situation where weeks, months into this, I'm having to ask the question of, so what are we? Because I'm not about that life. If you're about that life, cool, but go take it to someone else's profile who is, because it's not me. I was very, very clear. I was, I could not have been clearer. I was out here being very specific no vagueness on the profile but did that stop people no because if they don't read your profile it's not going to stop them is it and so I would get messages from people who were clearly looking for different shit to me and I'm like oh my god why why can't you bitches learn to read (laughs) you know read a fucking profile don't come in here asking me like there were people talking about like doing casual hookups and I'm like I wouldn't do that anyway but we're in a fucking pandemic are you serious are you actually being serious right now but they were they were like you can come over it's fine and I'm like bitch what (laughs) I got one message and I still think about it all the time and I put it in the music video um this guy he (laughs) He asked me about an orgy and I said I I specifically said in my profile, no, no, I I don't want anything like that. And so I said that to him. I said, you know, I said in my profile, I'm not interested in that. And he said, well, an orgy's different, but okay. And I'm like, bitch, what? What do you even mean? What are you even saying? I is that crack that you smoke? I anyways. So I was just very frustrated with all the people, really. I was just like, I hate all these bitches. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't stand any of these putas. I I was so fucking mad. So I wrote a song about it. And 
<laughs> the music video was really fun because I tried something a bit different. So what I did was I took a lot of the like the more kind of creepy and unsettling messages that I got from people. Um I just I kind of put them all together with like clips of me just like looking at them and being like anyway the human race is a mess um, and that was that was the video and the amount of responses I got from people when I released it and they were like wait people actually said that shit and I'm like yeah let me like send you the screenshots and everything like for real this is things people fucking said and I was like what the actual fuck is wrong with these bitches so <laughs> anyway I'm glad I don't have to do all that anymore um because I hated it and I had the worst time of my life
previously recorded two songs well actually that's not true it's more than that I've just only released two of them okay so I've recorded and released two songs in Spanish before uh they were both covers um and they were both on my second playlist record actually yeah um they're both on the same one uh <laughs> I've recorded a couple more that I just haven't released of like different covers of, of songs in Spanish as well. Um but I'd always wanted to write my own stuff in Spanish. Um the problem was I have not had to speak Spanish for a long time. So I <laughs> <laughs> I am not as good as I was. So, over the last, I would say, kind of six to eight months-ish, I have been practicing. And when I met Leo he he was helping me as well because he was kind of motivating me to practice every day um and to keep going and so it got a lot better um and my skills were a lot stronger and I wouldn't say I'm back to where I was in the past but I am on the road there um which is really great and it makes me feel very confident and very happy um and very connected to that um and that feels really great uh <laughs> so i i wanted to write something and so i put together this instrumental and i'm thinking what am i getting here what am i getting from this hmm. and i don't know why but so I'm listening to this instrumental we've put it all together and I'm thinking I am getting witchcraft I don't know why but I just was so I was like okay let's build on that and I kind of felt this vibe of romance as well so I thought I'm gonna think about love spells when I write the lyrics to this and so I wrote the the lyrics are in are essentially a love spell. Um and one of the things that's very important with casting spells um if you didn't know <laughs> if you, yeah, if you're looking for an introduction to witchcraft, hello, welcome. Um, one of the most important things is stating your intentions very clearly. Um, and being very specific about what you want. Um, and calling out to, I guess, in a sense... Um, 
the the world, the universe, the elements, whoever you choose to ask you to assist you in that, calling out to them and saying, hi, this is what I'm looking for to happen. Can you help me? So making your intentions clear is is one of the key elements of casting a spell um, or creating some kind of magical outcome. And so the the lyrics are essentially somebody reciting a love spell they are creating a picture of what they want their future to be it's very kind of um i i want this person to love me i want them to be with me forever i want us to be happy um but sort of creating it and saying it in a way that instructs the universe in what to do essentially um you're not really supposed to do love spells about a specific person technically if you do a love spell you're supposed to do it like i want the universe to send me the person that's made for me and i i want them to send me someone that will make me happy and whatever but you're not supposed to say a specific person but a lot of people don't stick to that rule, so YOLO. Um, <laughs> so I kind of expanded on that theme in the music video, um, which was filmed in, in the woods behind my house, which was awesome and fun, and I had a really great time filming it. Um, it was... Oh my God, it was so spooky and fun. Um, so in the, in the video, I'm, I'm a young ingenue witch doing a love spell even though she's been told not to and she's doing it anyway because she doesn't care and she's doing her fortune telling and she's got her honey and she's she's doing all kinds of things and she's making friends with swans it's very that um, <laughs> uh, but I, I think it really kind of wrapped it all up very nicely and kind of um, brought the whole package together and, um, and when, when I when I finished writing it and I was recording it it just felt really great to be um getting close to something that I hadn't been able to experience for a long time and I just felt so uh so connected with myself you know and it was really special so I'm really happy that I was able to do it um and I, I think I'm supposed to say right now that this is an ad, although I don't know it is, but I'm going to say it anyway just in case. Because I don't want to find from the Advertisement Standards Agency or whatever. Um, you can get this song. <laughs> it is out now on... Well, actually, most of these songs are out in some capacity and you can buy them in some places but anyway nevertheless but yes this one specifically it just came out this week um it's on itunes it's on spotify it's on apple music it's on napster it's everywhere it's on youtube there's a video a music video i'm wearing a cape i mean i don't know what more you could ask for to be honest um <laughs> but yeah it's out now and you can get it if you want to uh that'd be really bad um anyways uh that's all for now i'll probably do another one of these when the new record comes out 
but as I said previously, I don't really know when that's gonna be, because, um, the fucking virus is ruining my life, so I don't know when I'll be able to release it, because we've got to do all kinds of stuff, um, that the virus kind of prohibits, so we'll see. Toodle pip for now, I guess, though. Waking up with you, making up so that was the alternate mix of um sunday sun the remix um it's really it's really not that much different the vocals are the same as the other remix as are the saxophone parts literally the only difference is that i changed all the other um the other instruments that i use like the synth the the keyboards everything like that i changed them to 
different um different instruments so there's some violins in there there's a little bit of a harp moment uh some cellos and things because i i wanted kind of a softer sounding uh but also kind of more um grandiose i know that makes no sense that's like an oxymoron um because i was going to do a music video for sunday sun but then i didn't um but i was gonna have this kind of alternate remix um to be part of it because i had this concept of like you know um at the beginning i was gonna like kind of play uh the remix but like like it's playing on the radio or like a record player or something i just thought it's kind of softer more kind of you know different kinds of instruments i thought that might be cute to use for that but then i i, I didn't end up filming that video or making it so i just had this 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 track that i'd done and i was like oh, what the hell are we gonna do now so <laughs> I, put, I put it on 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 as as a bonus track uh along with the instrumentals uh which i was gonna save and do another volume of of instrumentals as an album but i thought no i'll just put them on the deluxe edition it's fine it's fine um so it's not that different to the other remix it's just a well i mean it is but it isn't you know what i mean Thank you for listening to Sincerely Jennifer with me, Jennifer Wan. If you want to find more of my work, you can on my website, jenniferwan.com, or you can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Reddit, SoundCloud, and pretty much every social media website ever with the username, Miss J Squared. Thank you to my amazing top tier patron supporters, Amanda, Kylie, Melissa, and